The Law Report with Michael Matwening Bell, Kaya FM 95.9. Good evening, Kaya. Good evening, Kaya. Welcome to The Law Report. My name is Movizi Tamlila. I'm standing in for my big brother, Michael Matwening Bell. Uh, it's The Law Report. It's Wednesday. We're here to educate. We're here to assist you. We're here to guide you in all matters law-related. Today, we'll be talking about maintenance. Uh, it's a topic that's very close to my heart uh, um, it's an issue that troubles me daily when I pass through courts particularly maintenance courts and see a lot of women on this on the benches trying to claim maintenance and, and of late actually a lot of men trying to claim maintenance um, and uh, young children uh, queuing for long hours to have their day in court so today we thought it's important that uh, we offer this service to you i have two great lawyers that are going to be assisting us today sect this issue uh, mr peter zwane of uh, zwane attorneys and mr nyanda of uh, bibi nyanda attorneys so give us a call on 86 0959 and as usual i encourage you to give us a call quite early uh, and let's not clog the lines quite late uh, help us understand this topic. Mr. Zwani, welcome to the show. No, thank you, Dad. And uh, Mr. Nyanda, also welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, and hello to the listeners at home. So, so, so as, as I've indicated, um, this is quite an important topic for uh, the majority of, uh, of people who listen to, to, to this radio show. And we've dealt with the maintenance issue uh, so many times. And every time we open the lines for, for this, it's, you can always see on the clock that uh, a lot of people have an interest in understanding how this process works. Let me start with you, Mr. Zwan. How does one go about the process of, of claiming maintenance? Um, it, it's an easy process. The government has made it easy in terms of the Maintenance Act. Uh, usually it's, it's women who, uh, single mothers, uh, who has to claim maintenance. That's how it has always been, but anyone can claim maintenance, including the father, uh, for kids' purposes. So what one does, you just take your, your proof of income as a mother and birth certificates of the minor kids and go to a nearest, uh, court, magistrate court. Uh, there are maintenance officers who can assist you with filling off all the forms and they'll ask you relevant questions that will determine uh, how much are you able to get as maintenance for each child. Uh, maintenance is also dependent on the, on the means of both the parents. So as a mother, you're also having a responsibility of, main, of, of financially maintaining your child. But also the father, even if he's not staying with the kids, you also have a responsibility to after to look after the kids. So you you must present everything. You present your payslip if you are working. You present the school the school uh, bill if the the kids are paying school fees. You present your monthly uh, grocery list that shows everything. How much are you needing on a monthly basis for kids? So the court will make a determination. Uh, when you get there, you fill up the forms, they send those forms to the father, uh, or whatever the case may be. So, 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 so maybe let's start at a, at, at a basic. Who qualifies to bring an application for maintenance? It's anyone who... It, 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 it's, 
child maintenance. Let's 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 first call it child maintenance. Yes. Because the word maintenance is so broad. Uh, there is there is something called spousal maintenance. There's child maintenance. Yeah, let, let, let's so, start with with child maintenance. Who is a child? A child is anyone who's under eighteen. Okay. Under the age of eighteen, uh, that particular person is always under a guardian of an elderly person. So either a mother or anyone who's a guardian who's looking after that particular person. Because at the age of eighteen, you are expected to be at least be still at school. So, 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 so the first so, thing is that your 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 first tick into into the jurisdiction of the magistrate court is that you must be a, 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 a child, and by definition, a child is a person who is under the age of eighteen. Under eighteen. What happens? What happens when I now go to uh, uh, this very person who was a, a child, and an order is granted for maintenance, and then they now turn eighteen, they need to go to the University of Cape Town, or they need to go to uh, UJ, and they are still. Um, they are more than 18, as it were. Yes. Uh, yes. Maintenance can go even even when you're 25. But when I use the word child, uh, inclusive of somebody who's 18, uh, you must be self-sustaining. You must be self-supporting for you not to be supported anymore. Okay. You must be you must be able to be self-sustaining or self-supporting for you not to be entitled to maintenance. So a child who's eighteen, now finishing matric and now is going to university, that person is still entitled to be supported by his parents, is in terms of maintenance act because that particular person is not self-sustaining. Let, let me come to you, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Nyanda from Nyanda Tennis. Mr. Zwane spoke about spousal maintenance. What is that? Um, spousal maintenance refers to the duty and right that exists between spouses to maintain each other. It is something that we can call a reciprocal duty. That when when people get married there is a deemed right that exists between them that they will take care of each other. Part of taking care of each other is that they will contribute to the well-being of each other. But spousal maintenance will be practically, will practically come to life during divorce proceedings. Mm -hmm. In this way, let us say one of the parties, usually the, the female spouse, was a homemaker. I want to use that word. She had not. She was not working during the course of the marriage. She was taking care of the kids, hope, trying to build a home for the father. And the father was a successful businessman. Someone was bringing in the money. Now, at the time of divorce, the wife is able to make a request to say, during the divorce proceedings. Also consider the fact that I need to be supported because I have I am not self-sustaining. Now that is what spousal spousal maintenance deals with. So, 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 Mister, the duty of the other spouse to support another. It's not gender-based. I must emphasize. So, 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 if the duty that arises from the marriage of the parties is that they have a duty to maintain each other, now they are in a divorce proceeding. The consequence of a divorce is that we are now going our separate ways, and therefore the marriage has ended. 
so where does the duty to support then arise if it in the first instance arose from the basis that we were married exactly now what happens is that whilst uh, maintenance spousal maintenance is supposed to terminate on at least two grounds either death or divorce special circumstances may permit that one of the parties or spouses continues to maintain because of because the law recognizes that during the course of the marriage the spouse that is able to afford uh, and there's a, there's a spouse that is able to afford and there's a spouse that is not able to afford that spouse that is not able to afford may then make an application to say i would like to be able to be maintained during the course of the divorce proceedings and after because now i am i part my biggest role during the marriage relationship has been taking care of the kids and it sometimes happens that it is the one of the spouses may say i want you to be a sit-at-home wife if i can call it that would be an example now, follow, flowing from that decision of the spouses to say that I want you to take care of the kids, do not work, uh, just I will bring in the money. Now, in that particular circumstances, the law says that it is okay now for the, for the, for the, for the spouse to continue beyond the termination of the marriage. Mkaya, we're talking about uh, maintenance, child maintenance and spousal maintenance and the process that one needs to go through in order to claim maintenance or the um, what you need to do and what makes you qualify to uh, to receive maintenance either for yourself as a, as a spouse or for a minor child. Uh, and as Mr. Zwani has now told us, uh, even if you're not a child uh, above the age of, uh, you're now above the age of 18. Uh, this is such an intop- important topic that uh, requires us to educate as much as possible. Give us a call on 86 Mr. Zwani, you, 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 you gave us um, a sense of what should happen when one goes to, uh, to try and start the process of, uh, of maintenance. Let's let's revisit that and only do, deal with the first two stages. Okay. I leave home so, so for the benefit of Mukaya so that we, we, we take it slowly for them to, 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 to understand. I, li- I leave home, I get to the Randberg Magistrate Court, I then ask for the clerk of the maintenance court. What do I say? Give us the first two stages there. Okay. Uh, when you get there, you mention that I saw and saw, you produce your ID copy, your ID book, and say, I have a child with so-and-so who works where, 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 he stays where, where, where. So you provide the residential address and the work uh, address of a particular, of the father of the child, as it were, because it's usually women who claim maintenance against the father. But the law does not restrict, even the father can claim maintenance from the mother but for 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 practical purposes we'll say miss nomvula goes to run back magistrate court and say i want maintenance because i want i want maintenance from mr zwane so nomvula must be able to say mr zwane stays in 65 commissioner street he works for kaya fm okay that's what you should be able to say 
so 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 the, the you, you must be possessed of information that is sufficient to be able to locate to indicate your identity and the identity of the person from whom you are claiming the maintenance and the yes, yes. and the identity of the supposed beneficiary of the maintenance yes. that you uh, and, 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 yes. and, and do you have to what what is it that gives the duty to maintain in other words, I've given the information about who I am. I've given the duty, the, the, the information about the the father, like you say, for practical purposes, let's call it the yeah. father, the identity of the father. And I've said yeah. this person is entitled to be maintained by this father yeah. or by this person. Let me put it that way. Yeah. What is it that creates that duty for one to be able to claim maintenance from the other? Uh, it, 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 what is the nature of the relationship between the person that is claiming and it's, and the beneficiary? It's it's it is called blood relation. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 even you 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 are entitled to claim maintenance from a grandparent. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it, there's a, there's a there's a proviso that you need to 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 to, to qualify first that your own parents are not in a position to look after you financially okay so so the first thing is that establish some blood relationship between blood yourself relationship. and the person yes. that you are you you, you want you to, to claim to be maintained by from. yes and, and and that's why you would say either this is my father or this is my grandfather yes. or this is my grandmother yes. or this is my yes. this is the this brother is my of mother. my of my, my father mother. sorry yeah. yes this is my mother Okay. So as a, as a child, as a child, I will make an example as a child. As a child, your father, your mother, your grandmother, your grandfather are people who are capable to support you, that you are entitled to claim maintenance from. But there are stages, jump and go and want maintenance from your grandparents, leaving your parents. Your parents must first show that they cannot afford to support you. Understood. Understood. Yes, yeah. Mr. Nyanda, you 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 spoke about um, uh, spousal maintenance and, and and made us understand what this spousal maintenance is. How long should this spousal maintenance last for? Up until the circumstances of the party who is being maintained changes. So it, it is. So so it is conceivable that I I I I get married, I divorce. Uh, and the circumstances of the of my ex-wife don't change for the next 10 years i am obliged to look after them for that period exactly exactly because that duty now because inquiry one one must again go back to 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 the definition of what happens during uh, maintenance maintenance is not a trial it is an inquiry into the circumstances of both parties now the inquiry is into the means and affordability of the parties for as long as the as the as the party that is being maintained their situation remains that they are not in a in a position to afford for themselves then unfortunately the other spouse will continue paying maintenance towards the other and 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 this paying of of of, of maintenance what, what what does that mean so we we, we were we, during the time of the, of the subsistence of our marriage i used to take take you to zanzibar i used to take you to cape town i used to drive in a porsche used to stay in the most exquisite of estates in the most richest part of the eastern cape 
does that mean I must maintain uh, for my ex-wife? I must maintain a similar lifestyle for them. The, the, the court initially, the courts were of the, were were moving in that direction that one should at least be able to maintain a similar standards. But the courts now have have gone on to develop some sort of principle to say no, no, no. But that does not mean that luxurious materials should also be part of the of the maintenance. So if the court is of the view that some of the things are not really necessary, uh, then the court can exclude them as part of the spousal maintenance. But it, it, generally the principle is that you must be able to maintain and let, let the person live a similar standard than they were exposed to during the course of the marriage. Including the luxuries? Including part of the luxuries. Then the court will go deeper into that. As I say, it's, been, it's an inquiry whether all those all those luxuries that one was exposed to during the marriage relationship can now be afforded and should should continue to be maintained by the other spouse uh, uh, mr Zwane, now that i've 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 arrived at the Randwick magistrate court i've given my identity i've given the identity of the person from whom uh, the maintenance is sought to be claimed i've given the identity of the intended beneficiary of the uh, of the maintenance what 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 happens next give us the the the, the next step from there okay uh the 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 clerk of the court will issue a document uh it's a, it's a, as, as as my colleague has mentioned that it's an inquiry they will issue an inquiry document uh which will be issued by the by the maintenance officer uh, with an assistance of a person called maintenance investigator if the, the person from whom maintenance is not indicatable. Yeah. So they will come they will come and hand over a particular document to you and say, Mr. Zwane, you are wanted in magistrate court on this day. The reason why you are wanted is for maintenance purposes with regard to maintaining one, two, three, four, three kids. So that's, that's, that it, they give you the, the, the rundown. And also mention to you that can you please bring your ID, proof of payment, your, your, your proof of income in terms of your pay slip if you are, you are a salary person or bank statement and your, 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 your household expenses. So you go there to court with that. Uh, when you get there, they will set a date where they will do an inquiry in terms of Section 6 and 10 of the Maintenance Act, where they question how much are you earning? You are earning 10,000 rand. What are you using this 10,000 rand for? What are your expenses on a monthly basis from this 10,000 rand? You are paying that, you are paying that, you are paying that. How much can be paid? for these minor kids. So the the inquiry looks into the interest of the child. The the central person here is the child, neither the mother nor the father. Because uh, you know when people are no longer in a good relationship, they they tend to use whatever they have for their own personal purposes. So but so so, what, so at, at this stage we are at what yeah. you are referring to as the section 6 inquiry. Uh, how formal yeah. of an inquiry is this? Is it is it formal so much so that you are in court there is a 
magistrate wearing some robes there what is the form what is the nature of the section 6 inquiry section 6 is very informal you are in an office with a maintenance officer yes yes you are in an office with a maintenance officer who speaks lovely is a person who can relate to both the father and the mother and who will on 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 on, on, on in, in, in all likelihood will remind you about the the central issue at hand that you two guys are not important here the only person who's important is the minor child so so what is the, what is the likely outcome of a section 6 inquiry what is the what is the most ideal outcome of a section 6 inquiry it's it's when the two parties, the the mother and the father, they come to some sort of an agreement. For example, I'm earning ten thousand. The father is earning ten thousand rand. The mother comes to court and says she wants three thousand rand maintenance per month for this child. The father, on the other hand, produces evidence that I'm earning ten thousand rand. I've got two other kids, other than the one that has, now I'm here in court for. I have two other kids, and I've already moved on with my life. I'm married. These are this is two thousand five hundred rand for my rental. This is nine hundred rand for school fees for my two other kids. Uh, this is my groceries and stuff. So the, the the maintenance officer can then detect from there that this person is not in a position to pay three thousand rand. But it will the maintenance officer can also make a value judgment to say how much can best suit this minor child who's outside marriage because it's a child who's got a mother on the other side. So instead of giving the 3,000 rand that is demanded by the mother, the, the maintenance officer can say, okay, we can give you 2,000 rand or 1,500 rand. Okay, so so so, Mr. Nyanda, let, let, let me come let me come to you now on on this issue of spousal maintenance, and 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 we 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 discussed that this happens within the course of a divorce. Can can yeah. one only claim spousal maintenance during the course of the divorce, or it is open to someone to claim spousal maintenance after the divorce? No, no, no. It has to be claimed at least during the course of the divorce. Because if the if the, the the marital bonds between the parties are terminated through a, through a decree of divorce, and there is no mention of spousal maintenance that is to continue beyond the the, the marriage relationship, then you can't come post that and say that you now want to be maintained, because the assumption is that at the time you were asking for a divorce or you were going through the divorce, you knew of the circumstances you were in or that you are likely to encounter. You should have made mention of that then. And, and, and if, if someone was genuinely ignorant of the, that they could ask for spousal maintenance prior to, to the divorce, and, it, and then they, they, they go to some chisanyama over the weekend and someone tells them, oh, my husband is maintaining me after the divorce, and then it's only at that stage they realize that I could have done so. Is it is it open for them to reapproach the court for for, for 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 in an application to to vary the divorce order so as to include spousal maintenance? In such a situation, yes, the the law does allow for variation of court orders. Then one would have to make a substantive application to present the facts and including the ignorance that you mentioned. I'm saying normally one would have to ask for a divorce, but if one of the spouses is ignorant, later learns of that, 
then they can bring an application to vary the initial order of the divorce court. So, so the preferable position is that ask for spousal maintenance during the process of the divorce. Uh, but if, if for whatever reason, a reason justifiable on the facts and, 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 and on all else, you don't do so and the divorce decree is granted without an order for spousal maintenance. It is, quite, it, is, it is possible to bring an application properly supported for the purposes of varying that order to include spousal maintenance. Is, is that a fair summation of what you're saying? That, that is exactly what I'm saying. Mkaya, we're talking about maintenance, uh, spousal maintenance and uh, child maintenance. This is a topic that uh, should concern all of us, particularly as Mrs. Wani has indicated, this is something central. The central aspect in all this is the, uh, is the, the, the best interest of the, of the minor child. Give us a call when we come back from the break, 086-00-00-959. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Mkaya, we are in uh, the law report. I'm obviously I'm staying in for my big brother, Michael Monson and Bill. We're talking about maintenance and spousal maintenance. And as you can hear, I'm in good conversation with two great lawyers, Mr. Peter Zwane of Zwane Tennis and Mr. Nyanda of PB Nyanda Tennis. Uh, the conversation has been flowing. We have been able to indicate how you go through the process of, uh, of claiming maintenance in respect of a minor child. The child is below the age of, age of 18. And also... Uh, we've taken it thus far to what is generally referred to as a Section 6 inquiry. We've also dealt with the issue of spousal maintenance, uh, what it is that you need to do to claim spousal maintenance during the process of divorce and what you need to do after, uh, in the event that you didn't claim uh, spousal maintenance during the process of the divorce, the options open to you to try and vary that order and claim spousal maintenance after the uh, the divorce decree has been granted. Uh, uh, m- m- Mr. Zwane, n- we, we, we have dealt with the Section 6 inquiry. Section 6 inquiry, there's an agreement. Everyone has agreed. Uh, they've agreed that this is how much I'm going to pay. Let's assume there is no agreement. So a Section yeah. 6 inquiry is an informal inquiry. You're sitting with the maintenance officer and the investigator. He cudgels all of you to come to a sensible agreement about what is fair and reasonable under the circumstances. For yeah. a, a, an order is made. What happens if there is no if though if, if if there is no agreement? In other words, the Section 6 inquiry fails. We 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 then move to Section 10 inquiry. Section 10 is made in court. Uh, it, it happens in an open court, uh, but for purposes of maintenance, because it's very personal, nobody is allowed who's outside the two parties. So usually it's only the two parties, the father and the mother, and the magistrate and their legal representatives. That's, uh, that's all it is. And then that's where the magistrate gets more involved as well to with an assistance of the maintenance officer, the maintenance will explain uh, to the trade, this is what we tried to do. The mother wanted 50 rand. The father is saying you can give 20 rand. Therefore, we could not get an accident. We cannot get an agreement. Then the magistrate is also very actively involved in trying to broker an agreement. Not an agreement as such, but to appear, to come to some sort of a middle ground to understand that the father cannot afford 50 rand, but he can afford 35 rand. The mother must forgo 15 rand and the father must spend 15 rand more. That, that's what the nature of Section 10... Uh, uh, 
it's also it's, it's, it's based on, 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 on evidence. So like I've mentioned that uh, it is important that as a father you must bring your pay slip, you must bring your bank statement, you must bring your expenses, you must bring everything that requires, that it's away from your income. So if you are earning 10,000 rand, your pay slip will show 10,000 rand, you must come with with your with your lights and water bill. You must come with your uh, 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 rental statement, with statements from school for the kids that you are paying for. Even when you are you you, you are supporting at home uh, or having financial commitments, you must make that known so so that the court will make a decision that cannot become a burden burdensome for you at a later stage. Because it's one thing for you must pay hundred rand only to find that you can't afford that hundred rand. The whole point is about maintaining the minor child. So so if if if, if I have a child one within marriage and one out of out of marriage, um yeah. is there a difference in terms of who I have a duty to maintain more? No they, no 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 they are equal. They are equal arising from the nature of your blood relationship with them. They are, they are equal. They are both your kids. You owe them equal duty to support them. Before I come to you, Takan, let, let, let me just close one issue with Mr. Mr. With Mr. Nyanda. Mr. Nyanda, now that there is an order for spousal maintenance, how is this money paid to me, as a, to, to, to the person that is being maintained, to the spouse that is being maintained post the divorce? The the order at the divorce proceedings may actually specify the account number to be where the spousal maintenance will be paid. So that could be the method of payment that Mr. X is to pay X amount into the FNB account of so and so on or before the first of each month. So that is how it may practically come to life. So, so, so the order has to, to, to specify in specific detail the method with which, which that those, those amounts may, may, may be paid. It's, in other words, I'm, I'm trying to inquire whether it is open to, to me to say, because during the course of our marriage, I never had a stop order that goes into account every, every month for the payment of a certain amount. Uh, I, lo- I, I maintained you as and when it, it was necessary. You, you, you say I need a full tank of fuel. We go to the nearest filling station. I fill it up. Now that the marriage is over, the manner of maintenance has it changed now? Because during the marriage, we never had to tick boxes to say every month I must give you so much money. Yes. During the marriage, the the relationship between the two parties was well maintained. One could easily pick up the phone and say, "I, I need this and that. But now there will be less communication between the parties. Oh, 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 but so, oh, 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 why can't it be that uh, um, I, I should be able to call uh, to, at, at any point to say I'm, I'm short of 500 rand for fuel. Can you give me 500 rand for fuel? It may lead to an impractical situation. From a, a personal point of view and what I've experienced, in most divorces, the parties do not wish to continue with any form of communication post a divorce. It is a compromise when the court asks them to, to have regular conduct, either because of 
the children involved or whatever is the fact, whatever other issue exists. But it then becomes more practical to say, uh, what is the right amount to, to be paid to the spouse? Now, if it is agreed and the court endorses the amount of 50 rand a month, so that both parties are treated fairly, that amount is deposited into X amount or there is a debit order made. But if you, you, if you can imagine a situation where it will be on a needs-based basis, where one of the parties will say, I'm now short of 50 rands on this day, two days later they say that I have run out of this, you may actually find out that the, the amount will not be regulated. Okay. The other spouse this month may pay more, and the following month may pay an amount that is less. So it is better to regulate the amount that needs to be paid by coming up with a, 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 an amount that will be paid on a regular basis. So, so, so it's preferable to do it neater and cleaner in, in, a, in a manner that is predictable rather than on, a, on an ad hoc basis. Exactly. Dakar- Otherwise, you are going to create more problems for the, for the parties in the long run. And one of the parties will feel that actually the maintenance court or the divorce court, as it were, was not fair to me. Yeah. Takani, I have Mr. Zwane from Zwane Attorneys and Mr. Nyanda from Bibi Nyanda Attorneys. Good evening. Hi, good evening. How are you? I'm very well, Takani. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you guys for uh, actually for coming through, um, um, you know, like allowing me to ask uh, these questions. But I'm definitely sure that I've got so many questions for the two lawyers on the studio, especially Mr. Nyanda from the Nyanda Attorneys, right? And I think I might take more than an hour asking these questions. Firstly, let me give you a background. My case started in 2015, where I was dismally failed by the maintenance officer up until I took the matters into my own hands uh, this year. And then I acquired a private investigator to track uh, the other party up until we find him. And I was like undermined and treated unfairly by the maintenance officer telling me that it, I was wrong firstly by obtaining a private investigator it is illegal for me to do that I could be arrested and I told him look at my file as far how as far as where it comes from up until to where I am I was forced to do that he appeared in the maintenance um, on the first day. I had a file of about 120-something pages. Yeah, t- 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 I, I, I have a lot of calls that, uh, that yes, are coming. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. I'm getting to my question. Just I'm getting to my question. My question is basically this. I ended up with obtaining lawyers, but then I was um, asked to provide that file that I have um, actually done um, a, 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 a done like during the week and a couple of months ago to prove my expenses. But he hasn't given us his own file. So we don't know whether he is represented or not represented. He's not answering any questions. He's not answering any emails or telephone calls from me or for the, from the lawyers. In that case, how do we deal with this issue? Because now we're going to appear in court and I have no idea of his expenses. 
this amount you want to claim, what is it? It's spouse or maintenance or it's Not maintenance? For a child maintenance. Miss Nyanda? Oh, the second question before you answer the first one. The second question you talked about maintenance, uh, financially, emotionally supporting and all that. What happens if the other party is not interested from birth in emotionally, physically, whatever, supporting the child, but he is more willing to support him financially? How does it work? Can the law force him to do that? Because I'm struggling here. I have a child with uh, disabilities and I find myself being a consultant during the day and be a nurse over the night and be everything, therapist to everything over the weekend. Basically, I have no life. My was around him. How do we handle that situation? Miss um, uh, Nyanda, you can take the first one and Mr. Zwani, you can take the second question. Mr. Nyanda. Yes. In regard to the, the personal circumstances of the, of the person to whom uh, maintenance is claimed, firstly, let me put it straight out to say that when an application has been made with the maintenance officer to say that we want, I want maintenance for my children from Mr. X, then all the details of the, of the, of the person that is claiming, which is usually the mother, will be taken then it is expected that if, if, if the father wants to rebut the amount that is being claimed, he will, be, he will put forward his own personal circumstances. Now, if he's not putting forward his personal circumstances or he's not attending the inquiry for maintenance, then the maintenance officer may make an order in his absence without having visited or having seen uh, how much he can afford and how much he earns, based on the estimation or whatever uh, situation will be, have been provided by the person claiming maintenance on behalf of the child. Is, is that what is commonly referred to? Is that what is commonly referred to as the default award, Mr. Nyanda? Yes, exactly. That is what it, it is called. It is a default. It is an award for maintenance granted in the absence of the person against whom it is requested. Is it is it as enforceable as the one that is granted in the presence of the other party? It is. It is. It is as, just as enforceable. So it the, is a valid order of the court that may be enforced, just like the other one. So, in other words, if you are trying to trace your the the party against whom you want to claim maintenance, there's and there's only so much that can be done, and you've done as much as you can. It is quite possible that an order may still be granted in the absence. In, indeed. Indeed, an order may be granted in their in their absence, and then what remains now is the enforceability of that order, which may be enforced if you know where they work, you know the employer. Uh, it can even be enforced uh, uh, through their salary. Uh, Mr. Zwane, this the, the second the second question. Um, is maintenance when we're talking about maintenance what are we talking about are we talking about money alone or are we talking about um, emotional support or are we talking about uh, the whole upbringing of, of, uh, of this child what, what is this maintenance that we're referring to uh, unfortunately uh, as it stands the law can only enforce the economic support of a minor child uh, it, 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 when you look at the uh, gender-based violence and abuse of minor kids, it's it's not advisable for one to force Mr. X to be with a minor child if he does not want to be. 
but the court can force him to pay five rand every month in order to keep the livelihood of the minor child. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm answering the, 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 the caller correctly. But uh, the emotional support, there are guys who are not there for their kids. It's so unfortunate that you cannot force them. But, but, but the, the court can only force the economic support, financial support. Yeah, you can you, you you can't legislate emotions, unfortunately. You um, can't legislate emotions. That you have put it correctly. Yeah. So I I seem to have read somewhere um, that the either a judgment or an amendment of the of the maintenance uh, law, insofar as uh, the possibility to order service providers to provide the details of uh, of a person that the maintenance court is looking for in respect of uh, of maintenance. In other words, I use a particular network's phone um, and my number is known from the person that wants to claim maintenance from me but I'm dodging and diving as as to as to where exactly I am. Am I correct in, 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 in saying that there is something that has happened in the law insofar as that my service provider may be compelled to indicate my, my whereabouts? Mrs. Wan? Yes, yes. That's, that's why we have invest, uh, maintenance investigate. Uh, in my... In, talk about... Um, investigator. An investigator is it's like a professor. It's also based in the magistrate. Goes around and search, dig, get the truth about my true about the father's true position, financial position. No, no, no. So, 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 is it possible that my network can be ordered to tell to to tell the maintenance court where I am? Yes, yes, yes. They, 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 they've got a duty to do that. Mkaya, we, we, we're talking about maintenance, and I'm, I'm joined by two great lawyers, and, and, and I, I, it's quite evidence evident that they are well versed in the subject matter in which the, we, we are discussing this maintenance about spousal maintenance uh, and the maintenance of, of, of children. Uh, by children, we mean people who are under the age of 18 and those who are over the age of 18 who cannot support themselves. I'm joined by uh, Mr. Peter Zwane of Zwane Attorneys and Mr. Nyanda of BB Nyanda Attorneys. After the break, we'll talk to you, Jerry. I love my city. I am Afropolitan. Afropolitan. Kaya FM 95.9. Thank you very much, Mukaya, for staying with us on the Law Report. I'm standing in for Michael Morton and Bill. We're talking about maintenance and spousal maintenance, and I'm joined by Mr. Peter Zwane of Zwane Attorneys and Mr. Nyanda of Nyanda Attorneys. Uh, before the break, we, 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 I had indicated that Jerry is on the line. He has been uh, hanging for some time to talk to us, or we, we, we just lost Jerry. Uh, we'll try and get Jerry back on, uh, on the line. Mr. Nyanda, just before we went on a break, you, you, you had taken us to the stage of enforcement of court orders. Uh, of maintenance uh, maintenance orders um, give us two at least two methods in which um, th- that men- that order that is granted by the maintenance court is capable of enforcement an order of a maintenance court is enforceable as in the case of any order of a civil court it may be executed against the movable property of the respondent, which is the person that has failed to comply with the order, or it can be enforced against the salary of the respondent. So, it, it, to a, what is commonly referred to as a garnish order. Okay, let, 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 let's deal with the garnish order. 
um, how do I get a garnish order? What, what happens is once the respondent defaults on his payments, you go back to the maintenance officer to report the situation. They will send, they will complete some forms and send the, the court order to the employer. Then the employer will be directed to the court order to pay, to deduct the, the, from the salary of the respondent certain monies towards the spousal maintenance. Uh, uh, so, so, and, 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 so, what does the employer have to do? Now there's this order for spousal maintenance. What are the obligations of the employer? The obligations of the employer um, that which will extend to the other laws, but to, to, to simplify it, what the employer has to do, he cannot disregard a court order directing him to pay, but he does have an obligation to call the, to call the employee and inform him of the order against him, cause him to sign any, any documents as with the HR policy of the company and then continue with, to, to process the, the garnishing. And, and if the employee refuses to sign, can, can the employer uh, disregard the order on account of the fact that uh, the employee has, has refused to, to sign the necessary documentation? The employer may not disregard the court order. He may, though, uh, what, what I've seen happen in numerous times is that in such a situation where the employee refuses to sign, the employer will continue with the internal process, but will also notify the maintenance officer to say that struggling to get the respondent to cooperate, the employee to cooperate, but I have processed the, 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 the emolument order anyway. Okay, so 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 the point really is that the the, the employer can't can't um, uh, can't disregard this monument attachment order. For how long is it valid for? It 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 becomes valid for so long as the spousal maintenance order is in existence. Now earlier on, I was speaking about the change of circumstances or situation between the parties. It yeah. is not impossible to imagine that. Whilst the spouse may be may may need divorce during the termination of during the, the divorce proceedings, and after that, he may in future, for example, remarry. Now that maintenance, spousal maintenance that the respondent, if we call him that, was paying, has passed on to another person now, the new husband. Yes. The husband now takes over all the rights and responsibility to maintain his wife. To the exclusion the other, of the ex-wife, to the exclusion of the ex-husband. Yes. But it, it's not an automatic termination. Now the ex-husband, if he learns that the, the, his, his ex-wife has remarried, he can make an application in court to vary the court order to say now the situation has changed. At the time that the my ex-wife was my ex-wife was 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 making the request that I pay spousal maintenance. There was no other person to take over the duties that I was our to maintain. The other situation could well be that the ex-wife 
was unemployed at the time he made the request for spousal maintenance, then he subsequently got employed and is now in a position to support themselves. Well understood. In such a situation, there is no longer a need for maintenance. Jerry, I clearly can't do better than give you Mr. Zwan and Mr. Nyanda. What is your question? Gary. Gary in Johannesburg. Yes, uh, good evening to your guests and to you as well. Good evening, Jerry. Uh, yes, I've got a situation with my friend. So previously, he was uh, involved with a certain lady. So You're asking for a friend, Jerry. No, that's the situation that we have because they're having difficulty. I, t- I told him to call in, but I said I'll call in his behalf because he couldn't make the call. Okay, so for a friend. The, situa- yes. the situation is my friend went to Weinberg Magistrate Court to go and apply for, uh, what is it, um, custody for the child and also regarding the maintenance issue. But he was turned away. He was told that, no, in order for you to pay that maintenance, uh, the the lady has to be the one that applies for, for the maintenance. So I wanted to know what is the best situation that he can do. And the second one is, since the lady has got two kids, so the first one has got his own father, this, uh, the second one is my friend one. But now the problem we're having with this certain lady is she wants each and every time the father, the first father does send money. So my friend must also send the same equal amount of money, whereas they're not earning the same salary. So what is the best situation in, uh, what's the best solution in this regard? Mr. Zwana, can you take the first one and Mr. Nyanda will take the second one? Uh, yeah, thank you, Mr. Maintenance can be claimed by either parent. Uh, but it has to be a parent who resides with the minor child. So if I understand Jerry correctly, the minor child remains with the mother and his friends want to claim maintenance. I don't know for what, because the minor child stays with the, with the mother. But I can imagine if he's questioning how much he's expected to pay, if he's expected to pay similar amount to that is paid by the by the father of the second child. Uh, maintenance is based on your means. So if I can use a colloquial example of uh, 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 Mr. X as a father and Mr. and Mr. Q as a father, both of them earning two hundred thousand rand one, and the other earning four thousand rand. It will it will be incorrect for one to expect them to apportion equal amounts to their kids because they're not earning the same. So it's based on what you are capable of financing. So it is co- it is incorrect for the lady to ask for the same amount as that is paid by the other by the father for the other child. Andy in Johannesburg. Good evening. How are you, Andy? Oh I'm all right. <laughs> um I I, I just uh, um, I'm separated uh, with my husband from 2017. We have a daughter. He doesn't maintain the child. Um, maybe from 2017 to now, he has contributed maybe four or five times. This year, he hasn't at all. Um, I am a freelancer. He's, he's an artist, a well-known person. 
and he claims he doesn't because he doesn't work he doesn't have money i mean we're in the process of divorce it's almost finalized what are my legal rights because he's an artist i got clash and i mean i'm also a freelance i'm not employed anyway but i'm supporting my child by myself and maintaining me that legally what can i do if someone is not employed anyway because they are an artist mr nyanda the, the, again, let's go to the inquiry. It is a means of affordability test. So the principal test is, does the father, father of the child afford to pay? Is he earning some sort of income that would allow him to contribute to the livelihood of the child? If the answer is yes, then he must pay. So, 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 here, so, so I'm saying that both the, 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 the natural question is, is he able to afford? If the answer is yes, then he should contribute to the child's maintenance. So, so Mr. Minjana, is the submission then that uh, all I need to do is to be unemployed and then I have no responsibility to look after the child? The responsibility to look after the child financially is based on your ability to pay. If, if your circumstances are such that you have now become indigent, you are no longer able, you have no money at your disposal that you can contribute, then financially you are not in a position to, to maintain the child. But that does not mean that uh, people now are in a situation where by virtue of your unemployment, it is accepted in law that you are not entitled to maintain your child. No. Because a person may very well be unemployed, or as, as, as Andy is making out, the father of the child is a freelancer, which I assume means that he is not permanently employed, but is able from time to time to get an income. So, 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 let's, say, so, so let's say in Andy's case, the, the father is a freelancer and she, he owns a property. Is it possible to sell that property in order to raise money for the, for the maintenance of the child? That is very much possible because and, and a proper, the property that he owns may be executed against in order for him to, to pay maintenance towards the child. But I was saying that if you are talking generally about a situation of someone who is indigent, has no property or any way of contributing towards the child, then we we must accept that he is not financially in a position to maintain the child if he has no property or any financial means to do so. Uh, Mr. Zwane, uh, uh, we're running out of time. Uh, there's one issue I, I, I needed uh, dealt with. We're literally left with one minute. Uh, yeah. uh, is there a criminal process that may ensue if someone defaults payment on maintenance? Yes, yes, there is. So it is quite possible to be prosecuted criminally for failing to make yeah. pay maintenance. Yeah. If, if 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 you default and 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 the maintenance officer or the prosecution officer can, can the, the the maintenance prosecutor can prove that you are in willful default it's called willful default uh, you have the money instead of paying maintenance to your child you take the money and enjoy it in taboo then you can be arrested gentlemen i'm very 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 grateful to your 
insights into into this into this uh, very important uh, matter. I'm sure Mkaya, it has been quite evident that uh, these two gentlemen are quite averse and quite comfortable with the discipline of law that we've been talking about. I'm very grateful to you, Mr. Zwane from Peter Zwane Attorneys and to, to you, Mr. Nyanda from BB um, Nyanda Attorneys. Mr. Zwane, how do people get hold of you? Well, uh, I, I'm sure we got cut off with Mr. Mr. Zwan. Thank you very much, Mkaya, for uh, for for joining us in the in the in the law report. I, I'm sure you have enjoyed the discussion as much as I have. Uh, my big brother Michael Motsoning Bill will be back with you again next week. Have a good week.